You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to episode 95 of the Top Rope Review, Michigan's number one source for pro wrestling and the official podcast home of the Michigan's longest running independent wrestling promotion, XICW. We are a proud part of the Podcast Detroit Network and the Point of Interest Podcast Network, and we are coming to you live from Podcast Detroit Studios in beautiful Royal Oak, Michigan. I'm your favorite podcast host, favorite podcast host, Josh Schramm, and I am joined in studio, as always, by... Wookie, well, how's it going, guys? Looks like he's wearing a headband. I was kind of confused for a second. I was like, "Hug it out." Okay, nope, <laughs> no more headband. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm Josh's favorite podcast host. Mm. Uh, I feel like there was something I was going to say <laughs> this week, you, and you I you forgot your trash talk. Wait, was it yeah. wasn't it that? Maybe too I many mimosas yeah, at your party. What's the, I had zero mimosas. Oh. He had three Bloody Marys, I think. Oh. <laughs> something, yeah. But remembering the joke and not remembering why it's funny doesn't make sense. No, it's I don't even remember the joke. Something we said during Shawarma Slam. It was. it was. I don't remember. I was I probably drunk what. at that point. But I, I mean, you had like twenty freaking I... beers. Yeah, you, you had a lot. I was at uh, drive home. Has anyone else had a PBR? <laughs> no. Okay. I've, I just had eighteen beers. Oh, okay. How how long did you stay at Mike's house? I probably left like like today. Yeah, <laughs> he's been there since. SummerSlam's still going on. Yeah. Did you know? Oh, we're gonna talk about that later. <laughs> you got problems? I'm I Joe. was so tired and hot. Oh, he Mike, was sweaty. I was so sweaty. I'm the Yang to Mike's Ian. Oh, Joe. <laughs> cute. Barf. Oh, that was crazy. Did anyone else hear that? <laughs> Him saying nice things about you? Or? <laughs> no, 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 my. Headphones cut out. I think I hit uh, a button. Okay. Why would we Maybe hear your stop. headphones cut out? Stop I was messing with that. I was messing Flailing around. by oh the boy. buttons. And tab the Twitter valet. <laughs> I can't say last but not least because we are also joined in studio by uh, photographer extraordinary Jerry Villagrana, who we uh, broadcasted to you last week. And we uh, had him on a couple weeks ago promoing an event. So, um, Jerry, welcome to the show. Thank you. You're too kind. <laughs> We gotta we gotta sell you big, yeah. you know. I'm a, we're we're big you'll sell. you'll learn we're big kiss asses on this show. <laughs> Speaking so. of kissing some ass, no. <laughs> God. Hey. Do you need a shirt? You need a shirt? Oh, we're, you're you're doing it wrong. You're doing it the wrong order. The transition was too good. To it die. was too yeah. It was right there. Well, go ahead. Go ahead and do the. Go ahead and do it. Am I doing Scarlet Grace? Well, I mean, you. All right, so it. you need a shirt, right? I, <laughs> yes. I mean, you I don't really know why you need a shirt because you're looking like a nerd one. right now. I don't look like a nerd. I look like a professional person. Look at this. Right on the pocket. Didn't expect that. Trading card. Peace later. Boom. He got those at his wedding shower. So, so. Hey, what do you want for the Oscar one? Oh, there's no Oscar one. I thought there was. What nope. was <laughs> so, Staying in the pocket now. <laughs> oh, boy. So I'll give you two bucks. You're wearing no shirt right now, and it's making me uncomfortable. I think you need a shirt. So what you need to go is, do is to go to scarletandgraves.com. You're going to use Top Rope 10. You're going to get yourself 10% off on some nice clothes. You got shirts with demons on it, shirts with uh, pentagrams on it. You got shirts with... You got headbands. All those things. And All those things. You got like Wolves, tank tops. Do we, do they have, they have a new one coming shorts out. Because I would love some shorts. I think they're working on some shorts. Yeah. Yeah. I need some shorts in my life. Pass the word on. And, and because we love you guys. As soon as they get shorts, I'm throwing that top rope 10 and I'm getting me some shorts. And because we love you guys, listeners, we'll, we'll give you a hint. They're 20% off this weekend for a back to school special. Ooh. Yeah, so, so don't check. use our code. Use their code. Use their code use this the weekend. But, tell them but next weekend, you. if you order yeah, next weekend, use our code. 
Put it in the notes that we told you to use their other code. Like your code's better this week, but next week David we're gives using us credit for it. Yeah. <laughs> we're using top row. All right, now you can do the others. That's yeah, you're on a roll now. We're on a roll now. So it's your special day. I, I just came from my wedding shower. I, I'm not. I'm sorry. I cannot drink right now. I've had too many Bloody Marys. So, but if I were to drink, I'd be drinking some Falling Down Beer Company. Brand Scurvy Dan's what we got on tap right Scurvy now. Scurvy Dan is on what's in, is what is on tap and. Uh, I wish Scurvy I've Dan had was it, on tap at wedding shower. Oh, that would have been great. Because Bloody Marys, they just don't cut it. Did I need anyone, a good hearty Did anyone beer. offer any beer or snacks to our guest? Empty over here. He's empty. Wow. Do you want heck? some Scurvy Dan? Some scurvy Dan? <laughs> I would love some. Tab. I can go get go. some. Get on that. <laughs> Let's get some Scurvy Dan. <laughs> get Scurvy. And scurvy Dan's a delicious IPA. Blood orange And you IPA. can get that. Ooh, it's a blood orange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it's delicious. Blood orange IPAs are good. So you're going to get your Blood Orange IPA Scurvy Dan from Falling Down Beer Company at 10 and DeQuinder. That's not the part you usually mess up. <laughs> I, was, I was on a roll. All right, what else? You got 10 and DeQuinder. Don't go today. Go Monday through Friday. Nope, Tuesday through, through Friday. Saturday. Tuesday through Saturday? Yes. Yeah. yeah, we've been over this. More than once. And you're going to get a dollar off your beer. If you say Whoa! podcast. Oh, you got it right. Hold on. If you so, say podcast Detroit sent you, you're going to get a dollar off. Boom. So he normally gets what what is on sale. On He usually gets that part wrong. He just says you get 10% off your beer, not a dollar off your beer. But you got everything else wrong. You said it was on the wrong street, <laughs> and you said it was open on Mondays. Yeah. So if you can I, did, find I don't it, know the schedule. Yeah. I didn't know the schedule. I knew just, Sunday there. If close. Mike confuses you, just Google it. Yeah. Falling yeah, Down Beer Company. Falling Down Beer Company. Google.com. Falling Go to com and under sponsor advertising, all the info's there. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Awesome. Good stuff. Well, with the save. Are you a rookie? Have Thank you had a beer before? Wow. Thank you. Tab hat pours I, beer. I, I don't. Would you like beer? Would you like some beer with that foam? Yeah. I was like, oh god, what do I do? I can go anywhere <laughs> else like, and oh. have a perfect pour. I can't <laughs> do that here. I think it's that keg. Oh, well, with the two saves, this keg is really foamy. It's a little foamy. Live taste test. You heard it here. It is fantastic. It's excellent. So make sure you go get yourself some. Speaking of that beer. You guys got a beer of the week. Beer of the week. So of the week. I do. I just had some PBR this week. Trash That's man. Trash boy. Trash, trash boy. Yeah. I, so I had actual good quality beer this week because <laughs> Revolution Brewing from Chicago is now distributing to Michigan. I've Boom. heard good things about them all the time. So I picked up a variety pack this week, and I had a couple over the weekend. And my, I think my favorite was just the normal anti-hero IPA they have. First time in Michigan. Yeah. This is a big. Which so. is exciting because Revolution's from Chicago, right? Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. They're the official sponsors of C2E2. Yeah. So. I believe I've had them while I was in uh, Riot Fest a couple times. It's on your untapped. You were in an airport, yes. I think, actually. Ah, ooh, an airport. But it was uh. a good IPA. They ha- And then the variety pack has a different kind of, like, I like IPAs that tell me what exact hop they're using prominently so nerd. I can learn. Yeah, I know. It's nerdy. But it tells me what hops. Then so we I can know see what we're the- drinking. So I can tell what different Nerds hops I actually like. I don't like Galaxy like hops. I love Galaxy hops. So they had, I had Amarillo hops this weekend. Very good. Mm. And then Tropic Hops, which is a combination of like a bunch of different ones. I wasn't crazy in that one. It was kind of disappointing in the Tropic. I don't know. But the Amarillo one was fantastic. I had yeah. a German beer out of a boot yesterday. Das Boot? Speaking of trash. How was that? Don't, don't look at me. You guys would all I don't want to talk that. about it. You, yeah, someone. <laughs> oh, yeah. It just got the away from me. Good oh, yeah. too. I just want to know, how big was that picture, and did you drink it all yourself? Yes. Uh, yeah, she Josh's had two pitchers and two boots yesterday. Oh. How big were the boots? Boots like, are 24 boots? ounces. Jesus. That's 48 ounces right there. That's not including Tab, what are you doing? We did these shots that look like the German flag. They're pretty exciting. Jaeger, what? No. Jaeger, Baron Jaeger? No, it was, it was it black vodka and two different types of juice. No, they weren't bad. Oh, okay. yeah, I'm glad you guys have fun. We did. Yeah. 
Where was that? Huh? Where was that? Ohio. Ohio. Oregon, Ohio. Oh, it was Ohio. Oregon, Ohio. It's Just fun. south of Toledo. Sorry. <laughs> so, all our booziness aside, um, we have Jerry in the studio here. <laughs> yeah. So, we should talk to him about something. It's Instead of just talking about booze, we're, like, we're just like people that talk about the last time we got, you know, you get drunk and you talk about the last time you got drunk. And oh, drink. mine is going to be tonight. Well, I'm not surprised by that. Because you're not yeah. watching Game of Thrones because you're stupid. Sorry. So, <sighs> yeah, I went there. Called out. Are we watching One Tree Hill. One Trail <laughs> Hill. <laughs> just make it worse. Oh. All right. Well, let's dive into things. <laughs> so, like I said before we started, I don't know anything about photography, so I don't know where to start. But um, you've worked. So you're a you've, photographer. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you're, you're, you're an awesome photographer. I've oh, seen, you, if you look on his Facebook and you see his work, it's all amazing. And it looks like you've done Ring of Honor and uh, AAA and. Yeah, I've done, uh, I've done a lot. <laughs> if it's yeah. North American Independent, oh, maybe not Canada, but um, all over Mexico. And I've uh, done Evolve and Ring of Honor, AEW, and a whole bunch of other Detroit ones. Yeah, yeah, it's been a really good good run. Um, shot for P- PWI a little bit and some other magazines. Um, oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, it's, no, been, it's been a really good time. It's, you yeah. know, it's the best seat in the house. Um, I didn't start shooting wrestling. I shot uh, shooting other, other things. And uh, a lot of times you get asked, like, hey, how do you get into it? And it's like, just take really good pictures. <laughs> you know, take really good pictures and take other things and you'll learn from everything else. And then just bring that to um, to the ring, you know. And people really appreciate it. Wrestlers really appreciate it, especially at the end. Oh, level. yeah. Yeah, yeah, they really like it. Um, and so it's, it's a nice way to give, give back a little bit. Oh, for sure. So getting into photos, is wrestling photography something – is one of the reasons why you got into – no, I got so I wasn't into cameras uh, very much, and then I, we got one that when uh, um, we had a little girl. I have a daughter. Uh, I have a daughter and a son. But when I got my little girl, we got a camera, and uh, I started shooting cars. And I started, oh, like, right. yeah, and I started shooting cars. And I really liked that, and I really liked, liked shooting events. Like I was, I didn't really want to shoot families and everything. Yeah. I do that now, but at the time I wasn't really. I, I wanted to shoot events and cars, and we did like some car rallies and stuff. And then um, I ended up. Uh, running a website called uh, Motor City Project a while back and uh, me and a group of other photographers would like cover events just because we really wanted to go to them it was like hey Kid Rock's coming uh, well, hey it'd be great to go shoot it alright let's you know let's let's go shoot it yeah. and uh, um, and so we'd you know we'd cover these events and that was so much fun we'd go cover monster trucks it was like it was so much funner than just sitting there watching monster trucks going there and shooting monster trucks and most of the time we got a great seat doing it oh for sure mm-hmm. um, so then one day, Ring of Honor's coming to town, and it was like, holy smokes, and I'd love to shoot Ring of Honor, because um, I was always a lucha guy, uh, even grow- growing up. I'm from El Paso, and so when growing up, I had a big hometown hero from El Paso, which you guys might guess to be uh, Eddie Guerrero. Um, <laughs> yeah. Eddie Guerrero. Um, and so uh, growing up, you know, I'd watch him, and so I was a big lucha guy, and then I didn't have cable or anything, so I'd, I'd like, hear about wrestling through my friends. But eventually I got into uh, indie stuff and, and Ring of Honor. So I was a big Ring of Honor guy, so they came in town. And I was more stoked about that than any of the WWE shows. Yeah. Um, so then I got to shoot Ring of Honor, um, and I contacted them, showing them the work that I had done outside of wrestling. I had, okay. you know, doing the car rallies, doing the concerts. It was like, hey, if you can do concerts, you can do wrestling. You know, um, <laughs> kind of like yeah, well, the, it's the same amount of movement too. Like depending yeah, it's on dark, yeah, yeah it's yeah. dark, poor lighting. Yeah, I would almost say like a concert's less lighting than re- eh, meh, eh. yeah. Wrestling they have might strong be stage lights. Yeah. It yeah. depends on That's the concert. Yeah. yeah, it depends on the concert, but they're very familiar. You you need fast lenses. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so the, but it's it's a very similar kind of animal, and that was the Ring of Honor that Jimmy Jacobs wrestled Adam Cole for the oh, for okay. the for the for the title. Um, so though so, so then that kind of gave me local angle. So I interviewed Jimmy Jacobs, put that on the website, and I got to go and shoot at rings. And it's kind of a good thing back and forth because a lot of times people want to like, hey, I want to shoot. I'm a big fan. I want to shoot, you know, evolve or something. And they're like, okay, thanks, but there's like 800 other fans, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, and so when I was running this website, it was like, hey, I'm a, you know, I didn't tell them I'm a big fan, but hey, you, you guys, you know, you guys are coming in. You came to um, it from a professional angle. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, hey, we run this website. We want to cover your event. And so we gave them promotion um, uh, in terms of like we had like, I don't know, this was maybe four years ago. We had like 6,000 Facebook followers, which at the time was like pretty big. Yeah. Um, and so then we, you know, we pushed a show. We did the interview and then they let me cover it. And then once I got in there, then it's like now it's your time to shine. Like now mm-hmm. I had never shot ringside and here I am shooting Ring of Honor, you know. Um, and so it was like now I've got to nail it, you know. And like one thing that like people always come up with excuse photographers do, especially guys that are starting out and we're all starting out at some point is like, oh, I'm new. Like, oh, I'm just starting out. Like, And like that's an excuse you should never use because – Why would people want to have you if you're new, I feel like? Yeah, yeah. Like, so you want to approach everything. Even if it is your first time, there's so much research. Like, everything's been shot b- before. So um, there's, like, so much research you can do in terms of uh, even going on Flickr and seeing what settings people are using, shooting wrestling. That's kind of a cheat. Like, oh, okay, they're using this, this, and this. Oh, I wonder why. And then you look, at, you, you look it up. So I did a bunch of research going into the show. And so you show up really well prepared. So And then, plus, being a wrestling fan, you kind of know when things are happening. Yeah. You know, you kind of know when to... Um, yeah. When to start shooting? Yeah. yeah, having an understanding of what's happening in, in the ring is going to yeah. help you get better shots because you always going up to the top rope. Like now's right. the time, something or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I've shot with um, like a sports illustrator photographer. Uh, he's a great guy, but he had never shot wrestling, so I, I kept on giving him tips like, "Hey, come over here." Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, then it's like, get out of the way. Yeah, because yeah. like they don't recognize these moves. Like you'll know someone like just from being a fan. It's like, okay, this is his finisher. This is a good chance for a really cool picture here. And yeah. like, someone who doesn't is not going to be able to realize that. They're going to be like, "Oh, something's happening. I don't know if I should shoot it now or like." And then miss the chance to take or a really like good what picture. angle is the yeah. best angle for yeah. that exactly. move or whatever so, yeah. it is yeah yeah it's got to be challenging taking a photo watching the match and then watching out around you if they're coming out right so i'm sure there's a lot going on there so whenever there's a big match like a three-on-three or something that's when it's like you've really got to be on like your you know you've got to use all your senses um because the action can spill out like all over the place mm-hmm. um the one time I was shooting in in Monterey in in, in Mexico and it was their big arena, and uh, this action spills out and you know Pentagon's over there and everyone's over you know Ray Mysterio's over here and I end up on the side by by Ray and Ray's coming right in front of me um, and I'm like oh he's got this really cool Terminator gear I'm not, and I'm like trying to get the shot just perfect all of a sudden Johnny Mundo just flies <laughs> over my head he flies over my head onto Ray Mysterio and well, I thought Ray Mysterio was looking at me like <laughs> and he wasn't he was looking he's over like, oh, my this head. is a good this photo opportunity. <laughs> Posing for me, totally wasn't. He was looking over my head at Johnny Mundo, who was, was now flying, you know, over, was flying you. Yeah. over me. Yeah, and then so I'm like, oh, crap. I'm gonna get out of the way. So I go over to the rail, and then Johnny Mundo throws Rey Mysterio on top of me. <laughs> yeah. um, that's like the one like um, close call I've ever had yeah. with with wrestlers. Besides another time, that first Ring of Honor show, the other guy who'd been doing it for a long time. Um, he's like he had to push me out of the way because I was standing in the aisle and I didn't realize it was the aisle but Tommaso Ciampa was about to do a run in and ah. I totally would have gotten bulldozed because <laughs> oh, I was right in the middle of the aisle and that's where he was going to run yeah. into the match and do his thing and the guy like pushes me out of the way because right you know a second later Ciampa was Sprint about to fly through, in yeah. yeah jeez yeah, um, yeah you gotta you do be it, yeah. on your toes for 
all of that then. So yeah. it's yeah, it's not as easy. It's as not as easy. I feel like people just oh, you stand on the side of the ring and take no. a couple pictures. It's not like at concerts when there's a designated standing yeah. area where it's like okay, this is the little pit area where nothing's going to happen here. The worst I'm thing fine, you have to I'm worry safe. about is like maybe a crowd surfer. Yeah, which security well, is there to handle that. Usually, but like when right. you're around a wrestling ring, it's and it's like, not like doing sports either. No. where There's like an out of bounds. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's a whole like no, you're right in the middle of the action. Yeah, you know, it's much different than shooting like a basketball game where you're out of bounds and you might have Shaq flying at you, but you know you're generally okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, even like watching WWE as a kid when they used to always have the photographers around the ring, they'd always like. I think the most stressed out I get watching cameramen is in New Japan because there's so it seems like there's so many <laughs> there's and I'm so like my god they're like yeah. between them and the yeah. young lions around it's like there's yeah. like no room to breathe and then they're running out to, oh man I yeah. feel like that'd be like one of the most challenging environments to try to shoot a photo in yeah now sometimes if there's no rails sometimes it's getting to the point now that fans can get really in the way mm-hmm. uh, with their cell phones yeah. Um, I yeah. was doing Evolve in San Antonio and there was like three fans with cell phones in the front row just you know Mistake. all yeah. the time and they don't realize how you know they've got to be careful too because they're going to get a kick to the fans yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, you know, yeah, it's definitely you got to stay on your toes. Um, But you know, shooting from the crowd can be a lot of fun too, and that's one thing I I wanted to bring to the podcast in terms of you know, if people want to get better pictures, um, as long as they're shooting fast, it's kind of one of those concert things. If you're shooting fast with like a like a prime lens, you would go down to one point eight. You can shoot from from the crowd and get some really good photos. Mm -hmm. Um, I I've shot uh, WWE here. And one of the times, uh, it was when uh, Rollins wrestled Cena in the cage. Oh, yeah. And I was shooting from, from, from the crowd. And they let me walk the crowd on the bottom. And I was just shooting with the, with the fixed 85. So I can't zoom in. I can't zoom out. Just kind of walking around. But it was a fast enough lens. And, uh, and it was, you know, it was a blast. I got some really good photos. Because um, they don't let you with, you know, too much zoom mm-hmm. down on the, on the floor. So they allowed you to just walk around with the camera. They didn't give you, like, a specific photo spot. They are just like, if you want to just go... Yeah. So they knew ahead of time you were coming in. It wasn't like you were just going rogue. Right. Well, taking- that time, so I was shooting for the Oakland Press. Okay. And I got, so I had an assigned seat, but I got bored of just sitting there. I wanted to get yeah. different angles. Mm-hmm. So then I just walked down and they let me, you know, they, I, I had my photo pass and yeah. I had my camera and they let me walk. So I, I was walking around um, and and it was great. I was just shooting from from, from the crowd. And uh, yeah, with like, I think it was the 85 1, 1.8. Um, and it's not an expensive lens, and you can get. Uh, I've actually shot with that um, fr- from the crowd in Mexico, and that's how I got all my Mexican gigs. Was was with that lens from from the crowd, and then you know, kind of emailing those promoters of, hey, this is the shots that I got, and you know you. Um, and seeing what photos they were posting and trying to do better than that, you know. So you've seen the bar when they're posting the, the photos that they have now. So you've seen the bar, and now you've got to go above and beyond that. Yeah, and uh, and so you know you can get some really good stuff with not very expensive equipment if you just know the right, you know, mm-hmm. the, the the right shots. So, so how do you normally approach a promoter to say, hey, like? I, I see you're doing a show this area on this night. Like, can I come and be the, the event photographer? Like, how do you normally approach that kind of stuff? Sure. So the one great thing about photography um, over a lot of other stuff is that you really can, like, let your work speak for it, itself. So, like, with, with Ring of Honor, it was one of those things of, like, hey, here's when I shot Metallica. The photos are great. You know, I, you know you've got an event coming up. We want to promote you. Because you got to give them something too, right? So with that one, so that was my first one. And it was, um, we want to, I want to help you in this way, right? And, and they were like, yeah, we'd love some promotion. You, you take great pics. We'll have you on, right? And after that one, then I had some really good wrestling pics that I could go to the next guy and be like, hey, um, so you have an event coming up. I'm going to be in town. I'd love to cover this. This is some of my previous work. 
Let me know if you guys would would be interested. And there, it's not common. It's not something you're going to make a lot of money about. But there is some compensation out there, if oh, um, sure. if there's the need for it as well. Yeah. So it's just it, with with photography, you are really lucky that you can let your work speak for itself. Mm-hmm. You don't have to say a lot. It's like, hey, I do this, <laughs> and then the, you know they react with like, yeah, we'd love to have you. Do you ever get any wrestlers like requesting you to shoot their matches? Uh, yeah, uh, I've gotten I get a lot more wrestlers angry that I don't get more photos of them. <laughs> <laughs> and and so sometimes it's hard because in Mexico there was a guy who like he was uh, he was a uh, like a like a face right he was a good guy uh, technical and he'd never got any offense in and I like I like struggle because he was just getting his butt beat the whole match and I like and I'm like man this guy's mad I don't get more photos of him but he's just constantly <laughs> getting his butt kicked. Uh, so then I I make conscious efforts to whenever they the little part. Of the match that they actually did uh, get something in, yeah. Then I could uh, get a couple. Photos yeah, then I could get a couple in because I knew it was important to them. Yeah, but I get a lot more of. Hey, how come you didn't get more of, <laughs> of, of me? You know, shining. Uh, yeah, it was a good time. So you've mentioned a little bit about Mexico. You said you were down there for yeah, a, was about year, the, right? a year, right? Year and a half. Yeah, almost a year and a half. Yeah. So how does something like that like come up? Oh, like, did so, you come home at any time? Or was it like a year and a half? Straight? So I was. So my day job took took me to Mexico. Okay, and uh, and I knew like when I was going to Mexico, I was like, wow, this is. Gonna, I've been a lucha fan since I was a little kid. Um, be a dream. And so yeah, I was like, yeah, I definitely want to. I want to do this. So pretty. So pretty much immediately when I got down there, they were doing the lucha libre World Cup. Um, oh, that's a perfect time to go. Though. Yeah, and and I was like, I really want to shoot this. So then I, you know, looked up everywhere. The way to do it is you, you got to look up, find out who their media people are, right? Yeah. So you can do that via Google. Find out who their PR person is. Find out who their media guy is. So I so I, so I did that. I got I knew I found out who it was, and I had all this stuff. I had like Ring of Honor, and I had other stuff that I that I was like, hey, this is some of my work, um, you know. Oh, and then um, I asked PWI. Hey, oh, do you perfect, guys have yeah. anybody in Mexico? No, we have nobody. I was like, hey, this They're, is my hey. work for Ring of Honor. I'm going to be down there. Uh, do you guys need anybody? They're like, yeah, we'd love to have some some uh, some uh, World Cup, you know, Lucha Libre World Cup photos. So then I so then I shot that for PWI. That's, That's pretty cool. cool. That's cool yeah. for you. That's good for them. I mean, yeah. everyone's just kind of helping each other out yeah, there. Yeah, and it all works at that out. Point. Yeah, so so Lucha Libre AAA gets into PWI. PWI gets photos from Mexico. And I get to shoot it, and yeah. I get a little bit of money from the photos that that I that, that I get sent published. In. Yeah, that's yeah. Aw- that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, that was like, and just then, to have that on your like portfolio yeah, and resume. Like. So then I shot that from from the crowd as press, and then for PWI, and then, but they liked the photo so much that when they went to my town, uh, they asked me if I would shoot a ringside. So I got to shoot that ringside, which is when I got hit by ring by a <laughs> 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 Um And then once I had those two, I could shoot anywhere in Mexico, pretty much. Yeah, oh yeah, you, once you once get like that word of mouth, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. it's huge. Yeah, yeah. Once I was like, hey, I've done this. And then they were like, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah we'd love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all in. Yeah. So it really is just you know contributing, giving back because it's if you show up like. Hey, I'm a big fan. I'd love to shoot it. Like, yeah, just like everyone. Get in line. Get, <laughs> get in line. line. Everyone with their cell phones is trying to get yeah, it. You know? right. There's five DSLRs in every crowd, right? Or more, mm-hmm. you know. Um, oh, I'm sure. But so every but so, you know, so get good and great photos is always the first step. It's always letting that speak for itself. And if you're doing – and the more indie you get – the more the door is going to be more open for you, mm-hmm. you know. You might be at a show where there's no, there's nobody shooting. Yeah, and it seems like I think people jump ahead too far and they immediately like, oh, I'm a big wrestling fan. I want to shoot WWE, yeah. but they don't realize yeah. they need to work their way up and like start smaller to kind of show what they can do before they right. try to jump right into something they really want to do. Right, and even shooting WWE, like I'm in a, a wrestling photography group. Which if, if anybody hears this and they want to be part of this wrestling photography group, if you shoot uh, wrestling uh, ringside, you can be a part of it too. And they'll talk about that. They'll talk about, oh, I want to shoot WWE. 
and it's like, well, do you really? Because yeah, when you're shooting nice. WWE, those guys are tied to the video guy. Yeah. They're super controlled. They're getting yelled at in their ear, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. do this, do yeah. that, get out of the way, stay down. Where you, When you're shooting indie, you can, you have you total free freedom. Rain, yeah. yeah, you have total freedom. And you can do some really cool stuff that way. Where the WWE guys, if you've been to a show, and a couple of us that we go to them, and we're just watching, sometimes we're watching the photographers, both of the wrestlers, and they're tied to the corners, they're tied to the video guy. It's so coordinated yeah. and like controlled yeah. that it's yeah. not, it almost becomes not fun. Right, right. So it's being able to shoot indies is really cool. Just like they're wrestling. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, so it seems to me like another really important thing from the way you're telling us about it is that, like, not being afraid to take chances, like it, you know, you you reached out to PWI, you reached out. Like I think yeah. a lot of people would be intimidated, like reach, reaching out to like PWI is like the biggest wrestling magazine yeah. in North yeah. America, and like and and ROH is you know in our hearts the number two promotion in the United States, it, I, global force. I don't you know, but so like I don't know if a lot of people would be like have the guts to take those chances and reach out to people. It sounds like you, right. you've you done well not only on because your work is so good, but also because you're willing to just, like, reach out and, mm. like, put yourself where you need to be. So, like, in photography and everything else, is it, I have like, this one, like, rule of life of, like, don't tell yourself no. Like, let somebody else tell you no. So, like, when Ring of Honor was coming, I wasn't going to tell myself, nah, I probably can't get it. Yeah, because wh- how are you going to do it if you don't? All Find they can out. do is tell yeah, you no. Well, he gets a lose yeah. at that point. Yeah, yeah. So don't. So let someone else give you that no or ignore you, but don't shoot yourself down. Which mm-hmm. is also that, like Michael. Is it Michael Jordan? The you miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Gretzky. Kind of, kind Gretzky. of thing. Gretzky. Gretzky? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Close enough. Michael I mean, Scott. Here. Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. Michael Scott. Wayne Gretzky. Michael Scott. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things, you know. Um, if you really want to do it, you know, just try. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, people appreciate it, and you know, you know. Like when you're shooting, if you're really honest with yourself, you know that your work's up to a certain level, right? So my I'm not at that WWE level, right? But Nanny's got more lights and all this stuff, right? But um, and so I wouldn't go and be like, hey, hey WWE, mm-hmm. you need me right now, you know? <laughs> um, but if but it's you know when I was in Mexico, I wasn't like, oh man, like I knew that I could go up there and I could be of value to to them. You know, yeah, and uh, and you know, so once I got, I put them. Once I put my photos in their, you know, in front of their face, or like I, I like they can't deny, it. yeah, yeah. And so I'd get really happy whenever I'd like send somebody through like a Facebook message, and I'd see that they saw it. I was like, oh wow, look, La Barca saw my photos. Right. <laughs> I get excited because if yeah. I, if they would just see it, you know, right? Yeah, because they don't when they first get the message, they don't know me from anybody else, right? No. but you know, but once they, I'm like, oh wow, they just saw me. And then and then all of a sudden they're sharing my photos and La Barca saying thank you, and it's. Like, That's oh, this awesome. is really neat, you know, to, to be able to give back because these are guys that I've been watching since I was a kid, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's it's a really rewarding and uh, it's really good to be to give back a little bit. See, and I'm just over here getting my photos stolen by Enzo without any photo credit. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Shane Strickland. Stole my picture. <laughs> that wasn't even a good picture. But okay. There's <laughs> <laughs> a picture you got to take with your phones here. Yeah. 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 Steal no, my photos. So we, so we may have at some point watched a YouTube match of theirs and not give them any money. So, with, yeah. so <laughs> they, <laughs> Very true. That's the way that I feel whenever these guys use my yeah. – yeah, The only time I, get, I got kind of mad was there was a guy on Instagram that uh, took a photo of mine of Adam Cole and like put like a Instagram filter on it. And, and took photo credit. That's the worst oh. thing. And then, it, like, and then they put their own filter on oh, it? Oh, yeah. And then JR used it for his podcast. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, no. that's my photo. <laughs> <laughs> and it was oh. early on, too. It was from that first Jimmy Jacobs yeah. show. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, my. Like, 
day. This was like I was like just starting out, and this guy on Instagram gets the photo credit because he put a filter over oh. my photo. That's oh, the worst. That's the that's worst. The worst. That was, oh, I'd be so that. mad. Yeah, and as a photographer, I would have contacted Jeremy. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like, no, here's the better. Like, that photo. guy stole my photo. Me. Here's yeah. here's the proof. Yeah, I was mad at Adam Cole or Jr. It was the dude who you know. Yeah, yeah. decided to take credit. Being a photographer, I think the worst part about it is you put a different filter oh, on yeah. it. Oh, yeah. That was like, you did all this work. How many times have you spent editing yeah. that and, and now he's going to slap right a freaking sepia filter Calvin. or something on it? You just got Calvin. Good job. Yeah, no. Oh, so from a local standpoint, I think the thing that um, other photographers here are doing that they get they need to update or like fix is that uh, sometimes they'll, they'll post like, here are 300 photos from last night's show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't really want to see 300 no photos from gonna. WrestleMania. I'm, like, I'm not going to no sit there and click. No one's going to flip 300, 300 pictures. You put photos. your best work out there. Unless it's 300 time. photos of Renee Young or... <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. That's but from from last night's show, sometimes you'll see like 350 photos and it's like, no, no one's, one's going to sit there, there no. and watch. And, and you don't look... And good. half the time they're And not. I've seen that happen before. I'm yeah. like, oh, there's pictures from yeah. this promotion just got put on. I'm like, oh, yeah. there's like 300. I'm like, yeah, I think I'll just look at two. And like half of them are just like, oh, a couple guys like spilled yeah. out onto the floor and it's yeah. like, and put it's like some cool shots of like, just different things. Not Take the, the time and focus thing. on maybe yeah. twenty to fifty good pictures yes. instead of three hundred just randomly shot ones yes. that you didn't really edit or take the time to do up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and if you want to send it to them privately, like oh, the yeah. rest of them, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. <laughs> uh, like last evolve show, my my final album was like eighty photos. It was like 10, 10 shots per match that I, th- I thought told the best story. Yeah, no, that's yeah. perfect. And and then you look you look like a million bucks because every photo is like, and you're like, oh, which ones do I get rid of? But if you're struggling that much to get rid of photos and you're really only putting up your best of the mm-hmm. best, then you look great. Oh, know? yeah, because now they're yeah. going to flip through these and be like, wow, these are really good pictures. They're not going to be like – they're not going to get fatigued looking through them. You're gonna, they're going to see the best effort you put forth and they're going to be like, yeah. wow, this is great photos. Yeah, absolutely. So that's one thing from the local photographers that I've seen that they, that they you know they probably be a good step forward because there's some really good stuff here. The guys mm-hmm. that shoot – or the girls actually that shoot around here are really good. Do you do a lot of editing or do you keep it minimal? It depends how I feel on the show. Just dep- yeah. Yeah, and I actually have like a Ring of Honor like style that I like, and I have an okay, Evolve. Okay, so you have different like. styles for different. Yeah, yeah. If you see my Evolve stuff, it's more two toned, like black and white, or like a little bit. I actually try to include the Evolve purple into their. That's cool. <laughs> oh, that's into nice. their thing. Um, and with Ring of Honor, it was more of like a. Yeah, it was a, so they have their own kind of thing in my thing, and then the Lucha stuff's a little bit different. So I try to make everybody oh, look a little bit different. Yeah, I was looking that's through cool. the Ring of Honor ones on your profile, and it just seemed like it had like a dark, menacing vibe almost. Yeah. Like I was looking at the picture of. I was punishment martinez flipping off night so i was <laughs> yeah. like this is an awesome picture like it just told a story like it felt like i was there almost right you know that's a that's a good thing you bring up because every i want every photo to tell a story and mm. you know like it's it's got to be sharp right it's yeah. got to be um uh, well exposed but then you got to have some kind of story being mm-hmm. told because sometimes you get this great shot of a suplex or something but it's kind of mid-move yeah it kind of doesn't tell it's enough just of like, a story yeah. it's like all right they're doing a suplex yeah no you, the, yeah. The, the, the pic like check it out we linked to it on our facebook the profile but it's a picture of like punishment martinez is like kind of crawling towards Naito, I'm like trying to lift him up, and he just has his middle finger staring right at Naito, and Naito's just like staring at him, like, dude, you gotta be kidding me. It's a yeah. great photo. Yeah, you want anybody, you know, people that aren't wrestling fans to see that and be like, yeah, oh, that's okay. yeah, they yeah. know what's going on. You don't, yeah. you can have no context, and that picture will tell you the whole story you need to know right there. Right, right, and that's one of those really important things when you go through culling the photos that you're like, does this individual mm-hmm. photo tell a story? Yeah. Those those Ray Terminator photos are awesome too. Yeah, I was like, I remember I had to look. Uh, it was when we were first talking. I was like looking through your website, and I was just like, 
who's this guy that looks like Ray with that <laughs> gear so weird? And then it's, <laughs> no, like it is yeah. really cool, really good pictures. And it's now it's even cooler knowing like the story about how you you know got slammed on. Yeah. And, oh yeah. Johnny Mundo jumping over your head and stuff is cool. <laughs> so besides that show, is there any show in your mind that you shot that's like your favorite show you've ever shot? Um, so I love shooting ringside. That that's always the best, mm-hmm. as opposed to shooting from the crowd. So it would have to be one of the one of the ringside shows. There, you know, what, just well, there's this one indie in Mexico that they had Mil Mascaras in the on the main event, and that was always you know it's like, wow, yeah, Mil, Mil Mascaras, <laughs> you're shooting a WWE Hall right? of Famer, yeah. you know. Um, and then and then there was a just really stacked card, and right in the middle was these local young guys that that were doing this crazy crazy angle, that were just like a blood feud and wrestling throughout the whole arena, and that was a blast. Yeah, because it was a you know there was like no rules. And, yeah, like, in terms of photography, it was like, hey, you're great. Go do what you want. Yeah. So I had, like, flashes set up. And at one point, they were, like, going to knock down my flash. And I, <laughs> I, like, set it off so that they knew it was there. <laughs> they were, it's like, hey, back up. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm getting, like, you know, beers, like, yeah. thrown on me. And I'm hoping it's beer. Because, <laughs> 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 you know, the heels come out and they hate them. So. Yeah. No, I was. Uh, yeah, that was my idea. Because Triple Mania was last night. Yeah, so I watched sure. a little bit of that. And the main event, like, I, I'm not very familiar with a lot of the Lucha stuff. But yeah. I, I knew. uh yeah. yeah, so I feel like that was like a pretty huge moment for him on mask. Like yeah. that was like the crowd. Like you, it showed it like panda kids crying in the crowd. Like sure. it was like incredible how invested they were in this guy. Yeah, that was probably the better of the two fixed matches last night. Yeah. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, that was a great, that was a pretty great show. They yeah. get a lot of hate. Triple A does. Yeah, I've um, heard. But Twitch, uh, them putting their show on Twitch for free was that's a oh, wow. great. Yeah, it was a genius move. Yeah, it was on HD. It was easy to find. It was. Yeah, I think I know. joined and there was like fifty thousand people watching it. Yeah, it was, that was a huge win for them. Yeah, because uh, they could have tried pay per view, but they wouldn't have the, gone in the, no. anywhere. No. Against, Especially the uh, day Mayweather. they yeah, yeah. there's no way. So putting it on the stream, the people were like, okay, the only match a lot of people want to watch from the boxing was the Mayweather match show before they're like on Twitch already looking for a stream probably so yeah. they see oh there's some wrestling on I could watch for free right now cool I'll toss that on for now yeah and they actually did the um, all day for like 12 hours they had a stream of the best triple mania matches oh, from, that's really like, yeah from like the past 25 years Jeez. so yeah it was a really good it was a really great show I, I wish I would have known about it I didn't yeah. yeah I had it on a little bit it was, it was, it was fun yeah, it's neat now because I can watch a lot of the photography or a lot of the wrestling shows, and I'll see like, oh, I know that photographer. I'm like, hey, who's this guy? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's always neat. Yeah, um, I let them borrow my gear for last year's photography. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they kind of they uh they I went to shoot it. I went to shoot the Triple Mania with Ray against Mystico against um, Mysticis, um, you know, Sin Cara. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. He's got like so many names. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was that one, and they're like, yeah, come out, we'd love to have you because I had shot, I just shot. Um, uh, ringside for them mm-hmm. and then and so I go out there they're like hey we can't have you shoot ringside but can we borrow your gear <laughs> I was like oh, <laughs> oh my god oh. Like, yeah fine sure, sure. <laughs> but yeah <laughs> uh, so but it was cool because now they're shooting they kind of realize what like hey mm-hmm. so now they're shooting with like better gear and it's cool yeah. to see you know some of that of um, them because when I got there their shots weren't you know necessarily um, as sharp or as crisp and now they've gotten like so much better. So that's so that's good to be able to work together and help each other out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that everything gets you know every like Everybody rising tide better, lifts yeah. all ship kind of kind of kind of thing. Is is that the is the photography community like that kind of like a 
community, everybody works together. Is that, or is that like a wrestling photographers thing? Yeah. Or? So it, it, I think it is. Um, at that group in particular, we have guys from England and we have guys from Australia and Mexico and the U.S. And everyone's really, really helpful. Uh, much more than like let's say the like, automotive photography stuff, where there's a lot of like ah, your stuff sucks. You know. <laughs> oh, is it right? <laughs> more yeah. cutthroat. Yeah, the wrestling photography is a lot more. And I think there's a lot less money. Like no one's making a lot of money yeah. in wrestling photography, so it is more like a like a labor of love and um, trying to help each other about. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's all about helping each other out, helping the you know the wrestlers out, getting them uh, better better photos to promote them themselves and all that. So why we did that thing last week where we did the, I did a promo shoot at House of Truth. Um, for you know, it was you know, maybe like twenty five bucks and got, yeah, yeah, you know, you... yeah. We had like fifteen people come out. Oh, awesome! It turned out yeah. good then. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it turned out really well. And they're all gonna, you know, they're all gonna have high res photos so that oh, they cool. can put those on their flyers, and everyone looks great. And you know, it's just it, it makes them look professional. It makes yeah. you look good. It, how, like, It'll make our flyers look better too. Yeah, because <laughs> we'll have better photos of them to use. Yeah, yeah. I put the photos up on my website. They're um, you know free to download. They're high res, so all they got to do is send a link, and it'll be like you know jvdfigari slash you know mysterious movado or something. And then you know hey, send these or you know pick your favorite photo, and then <laughs> they'll use that and mm-hmm. bring it down and to give it to their digital mm-hmm. media guy. And it's good. Yeah, it's good for everybody. Uh, yeah, I, I did. I, I did a one promotion in Mexico. Their whole promotion. In my living room, <laughs> in my dining room, um, in my house, in, in Mexico, they they came to my town and uh, they're like, "Hey, can you do promos for us?" Like, "Yeah, let's do it." I'd never done them, but <laughs> it was one of those That's things. A, hey, you're not going to say do. no. You're not yeah, going to say no. It was one of those things of like, "Okay, I've got to do this now. I got to figure out how I do it." Okay, I got a white. I got I got a white wall. I've got three flashes. You know, look up how to do it. You get it and you get it great. And uh, Ronnie Mendoza from um, CWC and NXT right now, he was in there. Yeah, oh, so yeah, he was there in my, in my living room, uh, <laughs> you know, getting ready. <laughs> I got a room full of guys all getting ready, and I was doing promos for them. First time I ever did it was, you know, was all for them. And they're, and to this day, they're using them on their Lucha Flyers, which to me is sweet. Oh, it's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, see, like, this is the first time I had to run and put something together, and they're still using these photos. Yeah, like, especially for your first time, yeah. too. And they're yeah. still using them? Like, that's got to... Speak for something. Yeah, it's neat. You know, it's it's great. Like I'll play like Where's Waldo on those flyers of like spot my photo, and then yeah. sure enough, every single time somebody of, has one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's good. It's a good way to give back. It's right fun. Almost feel like you turn into like a drinking game where you just online looking at indie <laughs> promotions. That's my photo shot. Yeah, that's, that's my photo shot. <laughs> oh it just always comes back to booze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. um... I feel like we hit a lot of stuff there. Do you, uh, any like, uh, what do I want to say here? Uh, let's. I want to make sure we promo your social media and your website and stuff. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, JVDA Photography on Instagram and uh, and Facebook, um, and JVDAphotography dot com slash wrestling for all the wrestling stuff. Uh, yeah, and uh, going back to Mexico, so I'm gonna be doing a whole bunch more lucha stuff. I'm sure. Awesome. I say we yeah. just caught you like the last minute here because you're about oh, yeah. to be gone for a while. So. Yeah, yeah, we, real soon. We, were, it, we were able to make it work. So, um, yeah, so we will. We obviously you said it here, but then we'll also link, uh, the link yeah, yeah, all okay, over the place. Yeah, make sure yeah. to check out the pictures. Like I said, there's so many stories told in each photo that it's just it's awesome. You, to did see. you see that sweet uh, promo pic he has of Christopher Daniels with the title? Like, yeah, right in the camera. That's a good one. I know you're a Christopher Daniels mark, so one of the few. One of the few. You so, <laughs> had a great uh, match that night against David. I gotta share more. I, I really wish I could share more of the photos, but that they had a really good match. Yeah, and, uh, we were there. Yeah, we were there for that one. That was 
that was that uh, no, battle uh, of the yeah the war, war of the worlds or whatever. war of the worlds sure. yeah, global yeah. wars is coming up yeah right we're also going to that too so yeah whatever awesome. anyway. no big deal <laughs> no big deal so uh, SummerSlam oh. summer you guys didn't nap. like it. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I don't know why you enjoyed it. It's my problem. Like, because okay, it's unpredictable. But okay, here's the thing: where it's like, because you get real. We've, we've talked Jerry. about we talked <laughs> about this before. Where sometimes predictable stories are the way to tell the story. Like sometimes it's the right story to tell. What like, situ- Na- like Naito is a good like Naito of that. winning the G1 was predictable. But you know what? That's the right story to tell. What unpredictable storyline was told on that show that needed to be told? That would have been fine if it was I a think predictable Natty? story. I can, that one I will give you Natty. 100%. I think that Natty, was good. That's, that was the one I, surprise I was okay with. Yeah, but I predicted that. Oh, there's Will. Boom, I called it. Cool, I called it. <laughs> I called Hey, why don't, winning last night. Hey, why don't you I call? I saw a lot of that last night on my Facebook. Let's go back to like the you, G1 brackets where Will's calling a third man to win the match. That's not even in the match. <laughs> uh, but, tough. no, there's like, like the Usos beating the New Day. A, I, that seemed weird to me. I don't, there was some weird in there, but it made it... More fun and interesting. Well, not just like, all right, I'm going to watch this match just to see this guy win. Like, I know it's going to happen. Like, but again, sometimes that's the right story to tell. So now that. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not saying that's wrong, but like. Yeah. So Tazawa Neville. Why did that need to happen again? Why did they have to have Tazawa drop the title after just winning it on Monday? Because <sighs> it was unpredictable. The word was that Vince just walked in on Monday and said he wanted to do something. So he had Neville drop the title. <laughs> just uh, bored. You know, my, my, my biggest beef with SummerSlam was not it was too long um and I guess not a lot of the I realized while watching it that unlike with like the New Japan stuff I wasn't really emotionally invested in the stories that they were telling in all those matches didn't have a lot of heat to them so it was just kind of like running through the motions almost like there wasn't really a bit like the only match that I think I was like super excited and into was the main event I feel like that was the only match and that that match delivered with the exception of Brock still being a champ that none of us are happy about I thought the stretcher spot was a little too much. Well, they they, they, they did it because Brock him. can't wrestle a whole match anymore. <laughs> they so. could have had him just lay on the ground. Though. Well, they, yeah, they didn't need it. Right. They, they like that McFoley stretcher spot. Though. They, they do, do that a lot, lot. now. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Real I know you watched SummerSlam. What did you think? Yeah, well, every time they do that, I'm always like, okay, that just means he's going to come exactly. back. Exactly. Yeah. Like every time they do that, how long is that guy actually going to be? But like, they could, if they would have just left him on the ground with on top or with the table on top of him, it would have yeah, would have forgot about it. Like just sitting there laying with the table on him. That was awesome. I'm glad they're moving in the direction of Braun yeah. versus Brock now. I think that's the right yeah. storyline to go with. Yeah, I, but you know Braun's going to lose because it's not I Mania. You, yeah. Maybe maybe they are realizing what they have in Braun now because he's getting like he's getting like one of some of the biggest reactions on Raw right now. Like that he, was that was my that was the best part of SummerSlam was hearing he is, how hot the crowd like, was for Braun Strowman. To this for this guy to go from two years ago being so green in the ring that and he was in the Wyatt family and like really no one gave him a chance. They're like this guy can't wrestle. Like he's not good. He's just this big guy with a weird baby face. And now you look at him two years down the line and like he's just killing it. He's good on the mic. Like he's this menacing figure. He's gotten so much better in ring. Like it's one of those ones where it's like that's a really good homegrown WWE talent that's learned to embrace the business. And from the sounds of it, he's doing great. Like he's doing everything right. Sounds like the boys really like him. Yeah. Like he's doing everything right. So I hope, I really do hope maybe they decide that, hey, maybe Braun should hold the title for a little bit here. He's but. come such a long way in just a year. I, it, yeah, it's insane how far this guy's progressed. So when he first came out, we were like, all right, just another big man. Yeah, this guy, he people, skipped NXT. But now he's like really shown. People want, I mean, he's a, he's already, he's a main event. And I think that's one reason why 
a lot of people respect him is he's shown like it is weird though because other people that get fast pushes the it doesn't work yeah but it's working he's showing the work his character work is so impeccable right now where it's like you he's so believable as this monster dude like I mean, yeah. he flipped a freaking ambulance. That was like that was such a badass spot. Like, I don't know. He's just done a lot of cool stuff on the main roster. That like, it's been a while since we've had a genuine like threatening big guy that people could believe in. Yeah, I do think it helps that we've seen kind of his progression too. True. Like, yeah, the crowd crowds aren't going to shit on you if you're clearly progressing and getting better in the ring. Because that's. Yeah, I, I, I think if Roman's he would, that they're still shit on. I him. think if he wouldn't have progressed, I think Roman's getting more. Like, I think his heat's not like. I don't know. I feel like at I this point the heat's embedded in him. It's almost got like John well, Cena. I think he's, it's like, yeah, I think he's, it's like he's transcended Cena. to that level of heat now, I think, where it's like. It's not, it doesn't matter what they do. Yeah. yeah. So we're like, I think everyone, if you look like even online, a lot of people do say, no, he's gotten really, he's probably one of the better workers in WWE right now. Like he's done a very good job in getting a better in ring. Yeah. So. But <laughs> SummerSlam was way too. Five hours so is so I much It was long, but I enjoyed cool. it. Well, then I kind of feel like what we talked about during the show where it's like a lot of the earlier matches, there's a lot of belts switching hands up, and that was kind of like prepare everyone for the fact yeah, that, that the both two the main, main titles weren't, weren't going to change. Which, that, that Shinsuke-Ginger match was just bad. Yeah, well, it was, like, all, it was such marketing, too. Like, it just... I didn't mind it. I just didn't like that it's it ended the way you knew almost it every it's Ginger match ended in a while. Well, it was They'll just, end up in the shark cage soon. I mean, we, yes, <laughs> probably. Cage. They got to have another one. They keep bringing it back. Two cages. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. one of those things we thought about is they're gearing up for a big tour in India. Like they're yeah. going, they want to sell out every arena. I get it. Best way to do that is having Ginger as your champion. I what definitely lose the like, title in India. That'd be hilarious. That would be, that'd be such do, a classic. They do that. Move. They do that a lot. Yeah, yeah. hometown. Like, so yeah, SummerSlam was long, but. Yeah. It was very WWE though. Um, I don't know if you guys watched NXT, mm-hmm. but NXT was much more for like the oh 100 percent that us. show. For us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that, was yeah. an, that was an incredible yeah. show, yeah. and it's yeah. because like they there was five matches and it was a two hour show, so each match got time to tell a story. Where in WWE now it doesn't feel like they're giving their matches enough room to breathe. Yeah. Like they were also they, very good matches. Yeah, even the the first match, the Gargano. Oh my god, that was one of the best matches on the show. Yeah, like CN's finally starting to get over in NXT now. It took him a little bit because they. They kept they, they he came out in such a weird gimmick like it didn't mm-hmm. go over right. well but now he's getting that heat again where he's acting more like the heel he was in Los Ingrenables and it's working again yeah it's pretty much the same yeah same. it's pretty much he just <laughs> has like a valet same, yeah. and he's hey, just rocking that Mike, now what group was he in before who Cien Cien what group was he in who was he <laughs> we always make Mike, we give Mike, Mike a hard time he can't say it uh, it's okay it's okay Mike Ingrenables. Ingrenable. Oh, that was close. I've been practicing. <laughs> yeah, he just sits in the hall at the end of the I got my I got my New Japan program, and I just I just was pronounced it. Oh, was there an Okada buck in it? There was not. Suck it. I'll trade you. Yeah, there would have been very little that they could have done at SummerSlam to like for us to mm-hmm. have to beat you know Adam Cole coming out. Yeah, know, that was at, such a like, like what's the storylines they've like created in NXT. Like they finished storylines and they advanced storylines in all in one night in two hours, which the main roster seems to not be able to do in five, which well, is crazy to me. Right. I, I do think that NXT kind of has an advantage because they have that. NXT is viewed as kind of a develop area, so you kind of know, especially they've kind of established that TakeOver Brooklyn's kind of like the moving on up WrestleMania of it, so you kind of know like when someone drops the title at 
TakeOver Brooklyn, they're probably going to be yeah. showing up in the main roster, and you get, like, the big, you know, big yeah. surprise run-ins. So we're, like, a lot of these guys, I mean, a lot of these guys, when they drop the WB title, they kind of just fall back down to the mid-card. Mm. Like, it, it, you don't have the feuds that last for years they like just, you used It's to. just like, the, it's all the writing and all the storylines on the main roster seem so much more rushed than don't, they don't take enough time because I feel like they have, they're in this weird spot where they have almost too much talent on their main roster that they're trying to force everybody onto the card and it's not giving enough time, like, maybe reduce the time, like, those matches instead of trying to shove everybody on one card, kind of do some rotating a little bit and, like, not everybody has to have a pay-per-view match. Well, who books NXT? It's mainly Triple George. H. Vince still has to sign off on it, though. Yeah. But Triple H is the main booker. Now, does he have anybody helping him? Probably. He, yeah, probably. he did. So he used, like to, he used to have Ryan stuff? Ward, okay. which Ryan Ward, I think, writes for either SmackDown or Raw now. Well, and Dusty used to help. I'm out you. Yeah, they have a lot of yeah, Regals yeah, down there. But, yeah, he he's like he, he it's like he's in the Vince role in the yeah. NXT, but still Vince signs off on it, I, obviously. I've always maintained that I feel like the old school, like, Someone who was a wrestler being the head booker with maybe a couple other people who are real familiar. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and then that's and that's why it works. I mean, but at the same time, though, SmackDown's kind of taking a nosedive in their department. And it gets because Ryan Ward moved to Raw. And the writer, the main writer on SmackDown now is Road Dogg. Oh well, I mean, that's just the, because it works guy, for everybody. Yeah, no. Gonna the Road Dogg is also mean, the one that said that wins and losses don't matter. So there's why you get your 50-50 booking on Smith. Like, SmackDown, like, it's crazy the quality of Raw has gone up. Because We're not always the snarky either. No, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> no, NXT, like I said, NXT, I mean, Bobby Roode lost the title. He moved up to the main roster. That was a really awesome moment. That crowd went nuts for him. Yeah, he's ready, though. I mean, he was he's, already the top guy in a different I don't know why I mean. he even went through NXT because he is well, tailor-made for the main roster. I think some of those guys, they pull him through NXT so that they can wash the indie off them and get them back in WB form. He's always wrestled WWE style. He's never been a big indie kind of like guy. Yeah, but he was someone who like for years WB told them that they didn't want him, and then he goes to TNA and becomes one of their top guys. He's Triple H Junior. So every time I see him, I'm like, man, that's Triple H. Like that's when if you really want this Evolution 2.0, that's, that's who the it guy needs, you put. Like, he's at least too old though. He's like he's, forty. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's not going to be your no. He's like literally like guy. SmackDown needs some main event people in there, and he, him being brought up is perfect because he is like the definition of a WWE style guy. He's got the yeah. look. He's got the old, his entrance is obviously super over. So it's just everything I heard worked that he out. He may have to use different music. Why? Why? Where are you? Is this Sports Akiti again? I, I don't swear to fucking god. <laughs> There's no music. Why would There's they no get way. rid of that music? That's it's what I thought. Oh, this song is more over than he is. Oh, I got an idea. Let's get rid of it. Yeah, that's sports Akiti if I've ever heard of it. <laughs> well, no, it'd be, I mean, it'd be Zach Ryder booking, you know. Yeah. Oh, the crowd likes him. Let's bury him. <laughs> yeah. No, he he's, he obviously worked kind of as a face, but it's because it was the Brooklyn crowd. So he'll, I think he'll go back to being a heel here soon again. Oh, he's just, he'll, he'll do some stuff to yeah. get some heat. He's, he's really good at that. I want to say it was, maybe it was Lance Storm who was saying that he thinks that some of these guys, when they get like their debut, they should just debut on the roster, and they should have let the crowd decide whether or not they want to be face or heel. Let the crowd decide whether or not they want to boo those guys, and then start writing them as face or heel, other than trying to shove them down one way or the other. Well, I feel like you have to have them do something to designate themselves. Yeah, it's, they can't just go and wing it. Well, but I mean, a lot of these guys, you're, if you're debuting on the main roster, who know who you are, a lot of these guys are going to get cheered. Yeah, I mean, it's People like Cole beating Drew McIntyre. Yeah. I mean, he got cheered. So, but you give it a time, like 
Bobby Roode came in as a face originally, and then a week after, he's already turning into a heel. They know. Although I think, I mean, granted, I think you're right in the fact that I think it needs to be It needs to be more fluid. Yeah, it needs to be more fluid in the writing. When something's not working, they don't keep forcing it. They kind of rotate. Yeah. But. And then the other big kind of NXT thing going on was Asuka vacated the title. Yeah. Yeah. They said it keeps her, it, keeps her uh, streak it, yeah. intact. So they, she came out. They did the NXT tapings. Uh, she's vacating because I think it was she was injured. So they, it, she, I don't think she, Yeah, it's not real. It's not real? No. Well, it's a, a, it's, smart. it's a way to make it's a good her way like, to... it's a, gets her the title offer. And then Regal's like, yeah, I'm negotiating it's with Raw and SmackDown really to smart. have her move up. So she moves up with her streak intact. It just it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So we'll see who how finally that. beats her. Uh, a returning Nikki, Nikki Bella. Oh my god! Stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, the question uh, is too is you, you, hopefully they keep that nah, trick going through Mania. Like if she loses, yeah. they'll keep maybe it going. Ronda Rousey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Although, although I heard the big push is that Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Mania is what the. If it happens like that, that will be the first WrestleMania match for Ronda. Mm-hmm. It would be a Charlotte match. Yeah, she's gonna oh, cool. So Oscar's not going to lose for another two years. Yeah. No. I. <laughs> she's apparently she probably is going to go to Raw, which I think they need her. Well, more. didn't we say we thought maybe whoever wins the May Young Classic? I think would, is going to become champion almost. Yeah. So I think now I think now with your May Young Classic with That's the titles like vacated. Yeah. Start tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. After Raw. But with the title vacated now, I think the winner of the May Young Classic will either become champion or become like number, number one contender, contender, and then they face someone that won like maybe the NXT maybe, have, that, that maybe the final will be for yeah that. I, that means they're thinking that the winner of that in the Mae Young will become champion or they'll have like the winner in the Mae Young goes up against someone in NXT that's won like a match or something to I think, qualify so you get someone from NXT facing this fresh person and then you have I think they should champion. put it on Nikki Cross I, I, Nikki Cross is your perfect well yeah. and, and I think like, having Nikki Cross Sandy, Sandy with the tag belts and the women's belts. This is just him trying to get us back. Will has this fantasy; he wants factions to have all the belts. He loves I'm it. just saying, man. Which they they are setting up a faction, like almost like a Survivor Series NXT. It seems like with the way I, I looked at the tapings just to see what was going on, but it seems like they're doing the whole Sanity versus like ROH guys. And like with Drew McIntyre cool, helping out, spoiling it for yeah. me. You're there. <laughs> you girl, watch it. I haven't. That's. I mean, I. I mean, it pretty much was obvious. Do you guys see Bennett going back? Oh God, to I NXT forgot about him. Going with Matt Cole. And <laughs> Ooh, that'd guys. be smart. Hmm. I mean, he's dead in the water right now. Like he showed up, and I think he had that feud with Sammy. That would be interesting because we're not really doing Cole. much with him right yeah. now. Well, didn't they say it was because he he like wasn't showed up and he wasn't in good enough shape or something? I don't think so. I mean, he's in. Well, I mean, re- I read that. I don't know if it's true. I don't know. He's he looked like he was in fine shape when he showed up. Uh, but we're all, know. you know, none of us are in uh, wrestling shape. No. So everybody kind of looks. You know, <laughs> I don't know. He, th- I don't think he was. I don't know. Yeah. I think his that gimmick was dead in the water and seemed like a Vince rib, where it's like, hey. Your wife's more important than you are, so I'm going to give her... Hey, we put your yeah. wife in Playboy 10 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have her last name now. <laughs> I mean, they were. we've heard that they're setting people back down. It would make, it would make sense for him, and he, if he, especially as if Creative has something smart, cool for yeah. him to do down there. It'd be there. smart because he can go back with the kingdom kind of thing, wherever, or not yeah. kingdom, whatever it was called. I wouldn't be mad about it. I think but. they need to do another superstar shake-up. It might. I think it was supposed to... I mean, Sammy's being advertised for Raw events coming mm-hmm. up, so I don't know if he's going to go back to Raw again. Like that. They don't know what to do. I just, they don't know what to do They only do what they did last time, though, where they're like, we're going to move these two guys from SmackDown to Raw and have them continue their same feud. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> it's... It's interesting to me. I don't know where they're going to, like... That One, like, the feuds they're building right now, you have Cena and Roman, mm-hmm. like, Braun and Lesnar, Shane and, and Kevin Owens, like... 
those all seem like there should be on Mania. I don't think the no Cena Roman thing's not getting happen. I think it's Cena Joe is your feud going forward. I think they're, they're they, I think they started teasing Cena the Cena Roman while. thing because Joe came out and they did the thing with him. Okay. So I think that's your next feud. Well, I've heard. I love the you both suck chant. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the one good thing that uh, that oh. Brooklyn did. Well, that beach yeah. ball shit. Uh. I want to get on a soapbox here. Oh, here we go. You got to be effing we're kidding me. We're time. playing with soapbox. Or, I'm not, we're, <laughs> we're playing with soapbox. We're playing with beach we're playing balls. With soap. you, how much money did you spend on a ticket to go play with an effing beach ball at? Like, I get you can be bored into that. It's like to be those, over. It's, th- th- those fans were proud of it. I'm so they tired of in. fans getting themselves over. Like, they, they were, you were watching a in. show. Sorry. They were calling into. Uh, Busted open and bragging about them being oh we were at the beach balls in we we knew exactly when this match was going to happen that it would be perfect time God. to start doing the beach ball like it's it's a lot like that we're gonna the organized like hijacking raw thing that so, they used to do like, like the, we're gonna chant CM Punk but don't boo everybody but Dolph Ziggler because Dolph Ziggler is cool and at you know, least like, that like was like a way to like show what you like. Trying to get someone yeah, but it's, over, it still where, ended I mean, up it, shitting on other people. It's a though. weird thing where it's like sometimes that works with like the Daniel Bryan thing where they kind of hijack that. That's a situation where they made sense to hijack and take positive over. hijacking is different. But this then. is ridiculous. Like you have some great matches going. Like they Finn, you had a Finn match. You're throwing a beach ball around in really. Like you guys are. Well, split. they've already showed the the Snarks already showed that they don't care about Finn though because it's just the the title when they were cheering yeah, about the Universal title. Just, I feel, but he's had a rough few Summer Slams. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just. What are you gonna do? Stop! Stop being dicks! Like, enjoy the show, my God! You don't go buy a ticket to a movie and start title. playing stop with being a beach. Dicks. <laughs> yeah, stop playing with be- like you don't go to a movie or a play and start throwing around a beach ball and yelling shit. Like, well, you don't you don't go a Lions game and start yeah. throwing around beach ball. It's you just, know what I mean? <laughs> respect the perf- like the art that's being performed in front of you and like just enjoy it. Like, yeah, there'd be times when it's a little slow. Go get a drink or something. Go take a piss. Like, there's no reason to be throwing around a beach ball and distracting like. Well, crowd, isn't WWE crowd. not letting beach balls in now? Yeah, they saw any, any paraphe- pool paraphernalia, I think, was the term. <laughs> I'm worried that that's going to backfire on them, though, that people are going to now do ridiculous. it just to be dicks. Well, that's what they're doing now. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, like, like, like now they're like, oh, you tell me I more? can't see a beach yeah. ball? I'm going to. Yeah. It's not Zorro that hard to... It. How did Cesaro catch it? That's the oh, he, part that he blows went my in. Mind. He literally yeah, just no. jumped. I get going he, in, but oh, how yeah. did it land? Like right enough? Like he, just, he like must have he timed out. it so yeah. well. He's he like, nope, this is mine. Going, just yeah. grabbed it and ripped it open. So yeah, Superman. nobody just stopped him. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna stop Cesaro? Yeah, that's like okay. Here, take the ball. <laughs> right, he's like, give me the ball. <laughs> well, I just felt bad too because like one of the first times it really started was during a Sheamus match a few years ago. Yeah, it's just so it seems like Sheamus is one of those guys that people always leave Sheamus alone. Yeah, Sheamus is fine. He's just, like that tag. He's not my rocks. favorite. Uh, he's in a but good tag. Yeah, he's, he's great. Not a his storyliner really now does. is great. Yeah, and he's really nice. I've met him. <laughs> Me too. And he was oh. in the movie, so you can't hate him too much. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, <laughs> he's a very nice man. That doesn't save you necessarily. <laughs> so, all right. Well, we are up against the hour here, guys. Uh, Thank you, big thank you to Jerry for coming on the you show and sharing the you guys. really quick. Huh? No, just the website. Um, got a bunch of lucha stuff coming up. Um, you know, as I as I go go back down there. So no, yeah, just All just right. that. The event I had was this past week, and we okay. had a lot of people come out and got a lot of good promos for for uh, for the guys. So we're happy to start seeing those on the flyers here for XICW and all the awesome. other local shows. Sweet. Yeah, so check out his website. <clears throat> yep, we'll post all that info. Yep. yep, on our Facebook and Instagram and stuff. Um. Big thanks to our sponsors. Check us out, topropereview.com, Instagram and Twitter at topropereview. And if you ever miss us live, check us out on SoundCloud or iTunes within a day or two of the broadcast. We'll check you next week.